Glow episode 28th, and we are in the month of October finally. So, since it is October, we know that a lot of your uh, podcasters and YouTubers, we all like to get together and uh, review some spooky, scary video games to celebrate October. However, um, However, that is not what we're doing here on Afterglow. Everyone else is going to be enjoying their horror-based video games, and uh, eventually we're going to cover them too, just not this month, because this month for Afterglow is Spocktober. That's right, we're going to be uh, celebrating Spocktober, a month full of Star Trek video games, because I was a huge Star Trek fan when I was a kid, so I got a lot of memories on Star Trek video games, and the month isn't even long enough to cover them all. But we're going to cover a few of them this month for Spocktober. So, uh, Mr. Spock, what do you think of that? I am delighted. And I'll tell you what, I'm delighted too. I hope, though, that you can see the logic in taking October and turning it into Spocktober instead of reviewing the typical uh, horror video games that you usually see this time of year. Most illogical. Well, at least I can see the logic behind it. So, we're going to uh, hurry along. We're going to tally-who as it will. I hope everyone's excited because after the music break, we're going to be checking out Star Trek 25th Anniversary for the NES. Yep, yep. Hurrah. And I believe it's pronounced Tally Ho.
Alright, so welcome back. So, um, I had no clue whenever I was a kid that there were Star Trek games on the NES. I think there were only a couple. But, um, it was uh, after the heyday of the NES I finally found out. I was at a yard sale uh, as a kid. I think I was with my aunt. And it was really weird because this was a, a yard sale kind of in the middle of nowhere. Not a lot of houses in the area, but there happened to be one place with a yard sale. And I'm guessing that they uh, got away with it because they were just slightly off the main highway. But, um... They had a few NES games, and one of them they had was Star Trek for the NES. And I'm like, immediately, yes, yes, can I get this? Please, 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 please. So um, ended up getting my copy of Star Trek for the NES that way. And uh, popped it in, and this is like a really cool way to design a video game considering the limitations on the NES. Because... Um, it starts off, you can uh, talk to everyone on the bridge. Scotty gives you a heads up, hey, the dilithium crystals are shot. We're not getting very far. So um, you make your way to a uh, planet, and uh, you're like, hey, we found the lithium on the surface. So you beam down, and it's almost like an adventure game mixed with a puzzle game in a way. It's really cool the way it works. <coughs> Pardon me. So the game is in an overhead perspective whenever you're playing it side. Uh, you can speak to uh, people that are around. Uh, you can attack with a phaser, and you do have both stun and kill settings. And uh, it's very important to select the proper setting depending on the situation you're in. But um, this planet ends up having a uh, cavern or a dungeon that as you go deeper into it, it almost looks like advanced technology the further you're going, like it's a, another ship or something. But anyway, you go in, um, you help the natives on the village on this planet, and they're very, very primitive. But um, you eventually find like a crashed ship is what this uh, cave actually is. You get the natives what they need, you get your dilithium, go back up to your ship, and there's also ship-to-ship -ship combat in this game. Uh, really, really cool. And you can actually uh, use the uh, bridge screen. Underneath it is like your enemy radar in a way. And uh, that's how you go through combat. But you don't necessarily have to do combat all the time. Uh, you can oftentimes talk your way out of situations through diplomacy instead of blowing them out of the water. And in some cases, if you do attempt to blow your enemy out of the water, they'll just keep sending ships until you're done. So it was a really, really unique setup for an NES game. And it's almost like splitting the episodes in a way. Like, after you complete that mission, you can travel with a ship, but you can't travel a long distance. So you end up going to another planet, and this planet is almost set like a 1960s city that's run completely by gangsters. It's a really cool setup. But that's more or less how the game operates. You do some stuff in your ship, but most of the game is planet-based. It involves you um, more or less solving mysteries on planets and puzzles on planets. It's really cool. I don't want to go further than the second episode in a way because um, I feel like that would be spoiling the game. Now, the PC version is very much episodic. Now, the NES version kind of ties them all together. Uh, 
it blends them and you just roll from moment to moment instead of the PC version where it separates each episode out. But I didn't play the PC version until I was an adult anyway. But man, I was so impressed with this. Again, I was a huge RPG fan. I loved Final Fantasy and Dragon Warrior. So this kind of took some of the battle out. Not all the battle, but you didn't have your random encounters or anything. And uh, it was a lot more solve the puzzle. And I just, I love that aspect of it. And it was really cool to actually be on the bridge controlling the Enterprise, like, for the first time ever. And there's a ton of games that have done that now. But for my first experience, I thought it was awesome. I loved it. So, that being said, what's kind of a shame is that this version of 25th Anniversary is never talked about anymore. Everyone who talks about 25th Anniversary always talks about the PC port. And this game also came out on the NES and the Game Boy, which I've never actually played the Game Boy version. I would like to play it at some point. But uh, the NES version is really different from the PC version. The, the PC version can almost be called a point-and-click adventure, in my opinion. Whereas the NES version does have those aspects, but it's nothing like Shadowgate or Deja Vu or Uninvited. It's more along the lines of... Uh, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I would almost say more role-playing-y in a way, but you don't have your random battles. You do have some battles. There are enemies in the overworld that you can phaser, or you can run from, or just completely ignore. But it's a unique experience on the NES, in my opinion, and one that's not talked about this to this day. And it's kind of a bummer that uh, no one's talking about it, so if you get the opportunity, go play it. Um emulate it, find a copy on eBay. Uh, again, it's a unique experience. It's not for everyone. Some people will probably pick up this game and absolutely hate it. Others will pick it up and be like, eh, it's average. And others will pick it up and be like, hey, this is actually kind of cool, especially for being on the NES. Now, outside of me finding that one copy at a yard sale, um, I ended up having to uh, repurchase this game whenever I started cartridge collecting in my mid-20s. I don't know what happened to my original copy. But um, again, it's never come out for anything else. So if you want to play it, you either got to find that original cartridge or you got to emulate it. But I do think it's worth your time. Go find it and check it out if you haven't. So with that being said, I'm going to close this out with more music from the game. And that's another thing I do want to touch on. Usually when I get the music for the game, I can go on YouTube and I can find someone who's ripped every soundtrack for the game track by track. I actually couldn't find it for this game. Thankfully, there's one dude who took the music from the entire game and put it in one long video. But this game is so ignored that there is actually not a track by track breakdown of it on YouTube, which is really surprising because almost any game you can go on YouTube and go track by track from the music. This one's so ignored that you don't even get that. So go show this game some appreciation for Spocktober. Play this game. And uh, while you're looking for it, enjoy the outro music from the game, and I will see you with more Spocktober on the next episode of Afterglow.
Live long and prosper.